Hello footies and welcome back to Foot in Review powered by footcoaching.com. We are the FIFA Ultimate Team live podcast that brings you a podcast a whopping three times a week. It is February 9th and we are recording episode 59 from our fourth season, making it a grand total of 381 episodes. Number 400 is coming in fast. Today's show is brought to you by footcoaching.com, so go visit the site and let our coaches help you get better at FIFA using our data-driven approach, trained coaches, and of course, our software suite, Codem, which brings the tools used in major football competitions around the world right into your FIFA experience. So check out footcoaching.com. And of course, the last part of the daily housekeeping, we're now streaming live on twitch.tv slash footcoaching every Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday where we record the show and you can join in. And if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you get a free Prime Twitch sub to give away each and every single month. So if you're not using that, you can really help us by subbing to our channels. And if you really, really want to help us, then go and visit our Patreon site, which is patreon.com forward slash foot in review and see how many amazing benefits you can get while making sure we can keep this going. It's just about a buck a week and... If you're looking at the visual show, you can see your name also down down in the chat. Also, we might give you a special shout out as if we always do with our Skybox owners, which are our top tier supporters. It's Almar and Reese. So thank you guys for that. So my name is John, also known as Foot Coaching. And today we'll be talking about the content, the team of the week impressions about the latest rival changes and our impressions about the latest patch and i'm not doing that alone of course i'm not doing that alone i am joined by the scottish pro player the man himself it's the big one it's ryan hey how's it going it's Ah. a little strange to see myself on camera but here we are here we go (laughs) you look beautiful today man how are you doing well, I look beautiful. I don't feel beautiful at the moment. I feel a little bit rough, to be honest. I Being, think that, um, that's the Scottish weather, though. Well, well, there's that as well. That, usually, it's just because I'm pale. That's the Scottish weather. I've been a little unwell the last couple of days, so just uh, trying to be on the mend just for important week next week. So, yeah, just on the mend and trying to get back to it, get back to the grind and right back in. But it's good to be here. I'm looking forward to the show. It's definitely good to have you back on and see you. And I can, uh, you're a little bit more pale than usually. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. You'd almost see through me soon. <laughs> no, mate, it's, it's looking good. It's good to have you on. We have a lot to discuss, especially, of course, when we start discussing gameplay. But we're not going to do that with the two of us. We are going to do that with the man who's actually making his fourth podcast appearance. First one on live on there. But he has not been given a, a nickname last time because I wasn't hosting it and I think someone forgot. <laughs> so I am going to give you a nickname today. And Daniel, you're the first one who I had four nicknames ready for and I still can't choose until this moment. So I am going to say it's my pleasure to introduce Daniel or also known as Danny Boy on the Discord. And your new nickname is going to be, of course, Rosso Blue. <laughs> Lovely. I Lovely. hope you like it. Yeah, love the nickname. Great to be here. 
great to hear from you guys. John doesn't say this, but he can see us, but we cannot see him thanks to the powerful tech that we have here at Foot Coaching. So he has a big advantage on us. Uh, yes, I think um, a little bit of uh, um, peek behind the curtains maybe is indeed I am seeing everything behind the scenes going on and you guys actually only hear us. <laughs> but hey. No, it's great to be here and looking forward to discuss the great content I think we had from EA. I guess we'll get into details of that later on, but it's a very interesting couple of days. Yeah, most definitely. Also, for people that don't know why I called you Rosa Blue. Can you say right. why that's where that's coming from? Right, because I'm cursed with supporting the great Genoa Cricket and Football Club, the oldest club in Italy, founded very back in the day in 1893. And yeah, as I said, the curse, because it's a terrible club to support. We've not been winning a single game since September this year. So You had a great trainer for a while, though. Yeah, we had Sheva for a while. But to be honest, I think the new one might be better. I see some light. Uh, I was thinking about uh, the other nickname was in my mind, of course, Maldini, because I know that's a, you're a fan of Maldini. But the one I actually wanted to do was Marco Rossi. Ha, the great captain. Exactly. So, Or I, th- I, I, I actually also thought about, of course, the old famous goalkeeper, Mr. True. De Bra. Which has also been on my list, but Rosse Blue it is. It's good to have Very you back good on. Knowledge. Very good knowledge. Uh, no, I did some research, quite honestly. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of time to think about episode three, where you appeared on, and episode four, of course, <laughs> which makes it easier. But it's good to have you guys on. We have a lot to discuss, though, and I think it's fair to start with some interesting contact we actually had yesterday. I didn't put it in the intro. I didn't put it in the list, um, but we had a sort of. Real flashback SPC yesterday, Daniel. Correct. We got we got the future star. Uh, well, I actually missed the name. We had a player pick SPC that is called checking on footpin right now. The future star reunion player pick. It's yeah. a player pick that costs one hundred twenty eight k's and gives out any special card of a former future star player from the promotions between foot 19 and foot 20. So loads of interesting card in there. They had to put loads it in an Excel file to actually show two. us which players are in it. <laughs> yeah. They of course made some choices because from Ruben Diaz and Akimi, of course the selected card was not the team of the year, rather the on the watch and the uh, signature signings for Ruben Diaz. As well, are we surprised that EA made that type of choice? I don't think we are. But it's an interesting concept. To be honest, the execution, I still doubt about it, especially seeing the content that came today. Because yesterday's, uh, yesterday's player pick was 128Ks on PlayStation, 26 on Xbox. And that's a bit expensive for the amount of low-rated team of the week that you could find in that player pick. The big question, though, you're Mr. Pick, like the biggest backlog king I've ever seen, at least this year. Did you do it, and what did you get? 
I did do it and I did something very forgettable because I forgot already. Oh, I think I got a Lautaro Martinez that ended up straight away in a middle prime icon upgrade. The one that was was brought out yesterday as well. Which for a prime or mid icon upgrade, I think it's decently priced. Well, and that get out of the upgrade. Prime icon upgrade gave me a prime Haji. Which also has an SBC. I could have done for half the price in the other SBC. But, yeah, that's it. Sometimes, if you spin the wheel, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. At least you didn't yes, do the SBC yet and you didn't have a dupe. At least, at least that. <laughs> Ryan. He's still going to end in another SBC as well. Yeah. He's uh, pretty much water for my team. For your team, yes, yes. I would probably be able to use him. Ryan, did you do that SBC? I didn't. I didn't see. I do as we see. I think it looked fun, but when I seen the spreadsheet of who you could get in, it, it just didn't appeal to me. I always give you really boring answers when you ask about the SBCs, but no, I didn't do it. I didn't. Didn't feel like I was going to get much from it after team of the year. No, I think it was a smart choice not to. Quite honestly, <laughs> but all right. Um, but today they brought something even more interesting. We expected the party back. But this is an interesting party back as well. Uh, take it away, Ryan. Yeah, uh, it was. It's quite good value. I've got to be honest for what they've. You are as surprised as I was. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't actually see it when I looked in in the SBCs initially. I had seen it on Twitter, and somebody said that it was just an eighty-four rated team, and I thought, okay, well, I guess it's. Uh, really rubbish cards you get in it, but no, you can actually get anything from the Winter Wild cards, uh, a Team of the Year honorable mentions, or a Future Stars Team One player, which I thought was actually really good value because there isn't a lot in there that's less than an eighty-four rated team. So for roughly sixty k, I think this is a good roll of the dice. So yeah, I did this one actually. Weirdly, and what did you get? I got Indica, if that's how you say his name. The, well, I would say it French centre-back. That could be any of the players on the game at the moment. But the French centre-back for Frankfurt, which I think is, is pretty good. I, I looked at his card. He actually looks okay. Um, so I'll certainly give him a chance to see what he's like. He looks pretty good. Yeah. I won't be able to use him. but I got Gomez yesterday from that uh, weird SBC. The fire Gomez. That's so, pretty good as well. So That's like, pretty good. Yeah, we were just looking at that card, I think, two weeks ago. Like, yeah, it's actually a brilliant yeah. card. Not too expensive either. Um, 250, he was, something like that. Um, I think it was one of the lucky, the best picks you could have had of it, honestly. So. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm noticing that after Team of the Year, I really do need some speed at my back line, which wasn't the case before. But since every single match, at least in the Netherlands currently, is versus Mbappé's and Messi's and... The speedsters, uh, Ronaldo and stuff with 99 shooting, 99 finishing, I can't get away by using <laughs> uh, more anymore at the centre-back or the licht. So. No, I can definitely agree with that. I've, myself, obviously two weeks ago we were talking about the plan and to maybe stick with the Premier League players, so I tried to do that and I can really, really feel the distance between us now. Like, yeah, There's some upgrades needed very quickly. It's time for Rudiger in your team. Yeah. No, to, to be fair, I, I did that Varane, and he's been very good. But the Soyuncu, 
for Leicester. He's been you can kind of see it with him and the fullbacks as well. You can definitely notice it. And the the team of the year cards have exponentially increased the curve so quickly. Um, yeah, you just need to keep on top of it now. This is this is it. Yeah, it's a big difference. Uh, Danielle, you don't notice that difference that much yourself, right? No, no, <laughs> I don't notice the difference that much as 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 you guys did. I did the Varane SPC. I pulled the Marquinhos team of the year from the Amazon free pack. And, from the Amazon free yeah. pack, we should mention that once again, right? <laughs> yeah, correct. From the player pick that was included in the Amazon free pack. So, yeah. can't complain about it. I remember guess. to get Prime kids. Then he did an upgrade. I remember SPC. to get Prime. <laughs> and then I got... No, I actually packed a tradable version of Rudiger, sold him, and then bought him back. Yeah. And there was also a, a wing back, which is, I think accidentally picked from an upgrade, right? Yeah. No, uh, actually, Cancelo, I, I packed him from... From the store, I asked on Discord to the guys if they thought I should buy an ultimate pack with coins. They said yes. So, yeah, Cancelo was waiting behind. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still complaining about opponents having too good of teams. <laughs> I, I, I also got the Ginola from the League SBC grind. Yeah, in the same, this was all in one week, right? So just yeah, all, all in the week context. of team of the year. Yeah. So yeah, to put it in context, the week of team of the year, I took five hundred coin, five hundred thousand coins from my bank, spend them all on bronze packs and league SBCs, and yeah, I I built a new team out of it. So I do like the commitment. I'm still a little bit. It is it is the the proof that listening to food and review, watching us live, or being on the show, uh, is actually good for your backlog. Being yeah. the host, unfortunately, is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it will still be good for me. It definitely will be. It definitely will be. No, but it's good to have. But it's yeah, it's a big difference. Um, what's yes. not a big difference, though, I think we can skip right to that, is the team of the week. Oh, man. Do we still have to speak about the team of the week? Uh, yeah, we're obliged to because hey, it is... Um, the content that came out today, but we might be able to keep it very short though, because fair enough. What do we have? We I have think Daliska, it's 27k, cool guard. Yes, if you did this on the watch like I did, now he's upgraded. If you put him into an SBC like I did, it's useless the fact that it's upgraded. <laughs> in your case, I can imagine Hello. why you put him in an SBC, but um, Zachariah, yeah. though, of course, Juventus. Zachariah. Very interesting card. Uh, the headliner got an upgrade as well. But not so, for Juventus. Not for Juventus. That's a question. Will it stay a headliner for Gladbach or will it move to Juventus? It should move. Normally these cards move when they get upgraded. The team of the week is Juventus cards. But yeah. looking back to the um, headliners, the red one, that's not changed to Juventus. So there's a big oopsie there, in my honest opinion. Yeah, also how to change. Didn't how you? do they count right. the wings? I would expect that to change. I think yeah. based on past years, it has changed. I, I, I imagine it's just sort of a... Oh, Chad says it changed thing. just before you start the show. Okay, so it changed the Juventus. Yeah, so well, we should go to live now. This is why we do live shows, guys. 
Thank you for that. Our bad EA. <laughs> We're very sorry. Don't cut my puck luck, please. So they changed it an hour too late, which is, of course, perfect content for doing a live show. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's a cool card, I think. Um, there are, the thing is, there are pretty interesting cards here, right? But the f- yeah. problem is the curve has been uh, increased so so largely that none of these cards actually make a difference anymore. Quite like none. You can get Neuer, which is, I think, one of the best goalkeepers, but nobody uses it because the center defenders aren't good, that good in the, in the uh, Bundesliga. Um, Kulibaly was good, I still right? see a lot. I still see a lot of that Zule card around, which has a perfect link to Neuer. So, so that might be worth, yeah, for sure. But I think, and to Rudiger, maybe what you were saying. Sorry, sorry. John, no, no, I think maybe, maybe Rudiger, right? If you have Rudiger, you can sort of link him as well. But I don't think it's for the goalkeeper. You're gonna change that anyway. So, yeah. But also, we got a tweet from EA that they're still doing their talent scout votes on Twitter, and apparently, the chosen nation for the next card is Germany, and. The position is now being voted is between a center back and a right winger. So potentially you have a link there. Yeah. With another German center back. Most most likely we get a certain right winger from Bayern though. That's not something to exclude. No, exactly. <laughs> for for the other for the other uh SBC, they had the Brazilian striker and we got Actor Cabral which is a bit of a surprising choice, maybe. So maybe they'll go for something a bit more exotic than what you suggested there. That's true. Let's see. Let's see if we got Sané or not. Um, yeah. Talking about maybe that. Gnabry. I'm, or Gnabry, yeah. So, oh, we have actually have a choice now, of course. Um, we're looking at the rest of the squad, though. We've got Klatso, Alianza, Atate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's usually these days, right, Brian? Doesn't matter. No. No, uh, I think that Rio Hitate card looks pretty good. I would put him in your team immediately. Yeah. I, it's just his sprint speed is 63, <laughs> else it would be perfect fit. That's uh, okay. I'm not going to talk him about real his two-star skill moves. But <laughs> if you've seen him in real life, you would see that card is incredibly wrong. But yeah, he's, uh, he, he deserves that after the week he's had. He's had a very good week. So I'm, I'm glad he managed to get it, and he's part of the Hitate club, and the plus everything's above 70. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think about it. So it's insane, though, that if you start thinking about this, is that if we would get those that Kulabali card like a month ago, it would actually be a really cool card to have. Yeah, but you see, when you look at some of the other cards, like the, your Glatzel and I can't pronounce the other names, but even at the start of the year, if these guys get an inform, they're not really even usable at that point, and... From that perspective, a lot of these cards are just used for fun reasons. You know, when you're building your supported club teams in the background, I don't really get why they're there sometimes. We can all agree that Team of the Week needs a revamp in some way. They tried it with the, with the start player, the feature Team of the Week player. Still, it still needs to something more to become competitive. One point on the Kubli card, though. He has an headliner card as well, which got upgraded. And Napoli also got the four wins. So the headliner card got a double upgrade and went up to a 91 tonight. Which I'd say it's a very usable center back. I uh, did not realize that, if quite honest. But 
Yes, he has 92 sprint speed. Uh, his defensive stats, 99 strength, 94 standing tackle, 96 defensive awareness, 92 stand sliding tackle, 91. If there were anyone to link him up with, it must actually be a pretty cool card these days. Yeah. But that's also directly the problem, right? There ain't anyone to, to link him with. We got the new CDM from Future Star from, from Napoli. Mendy as well. How is it called? There's Mendingo. Mendy, that's a f- oh. fair point though, right? Yeah. But I mean, uh, this card's not 300,000 because he got the boost tonight, but he'll be 150 in a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate though. I think there's so much potential, but Team of the Year usually does this. And I think this year, the pressure has been so... Mo- Everything leading up to Team of the Year wasn't that good, so people sort of saved up a lot so many people took that big jump which now leads to a very big gap I think and I do I have to admit that the party pack being so uh, reasonably priced actually cheap quite honestly right the uh, promotion from yesterday where we had old content coming back the play choice itself the fact that we can vote for it uh, also Envy of course says Stan and Gnabry won't get those cards because they're already stars which is of course true uh, but I'm actually starting to like this Future Star promo a whole lot. <laughs> More than I would expect. But anything else been made obsolete, pretty much? Yeah, but I think they've done a good job with the Future Stars every year so far. I've, it's one promo that I think everybody's actually been hyped for and looking forward to because the cards get a proper boost and you know that they're actually going to be usable and they can be introduced into the curve. I think it's always something to look forward to after Team of the Year because they're not so far behind those cards. But as soon as Team of the Year hits, everything sort of needs to be at least usable. You know, they can go into teams and make a difference. They're always fun. You know, everybody, when you're playing Football Manager or something like that, your career mode on FIFA, you're always buying the young players, aren't you? So these are names that people could probably hear of and would want in their ultimate team too. Yes, and especially this year with the they upgraded the skill moves, they upgraded the weak foots of player. That has been extremely interesting. And the top tier card from this Future Star promo, they're actually not far off at all from the team of the year. So if you take that Bellingham card or the Ferran Torres card, if you look at those stats, they're, they have six stats for being a card that is not a team of the year card. W- what do you think, John? No, fair points. Fair points. Uh, I think the um, the weak foot and the, uh, and and the skill moves changes are very good, right? Something we needed to have in team of the year, or at least for the nominees, I think. Uh, so that's definitely yeah. a good change. And I like these SPCs. Um, I still like the new Brazilian player who, whose name I keep forgetting, who's still in SPCs now, the one we voted for, right? Um, yeah. That's why I really like it. I just can't pack anything, and I really hate the fact that I spend everything on team of the year and now can't buy. Evlaovic uh, from Juventus. But hey, that's my problem, I guess. <laughs> Are you going to buy this Zakaria? Yeah, Zakaria, yeah. and, uh, just about. <laughs> but I now still have the Morata card, of course. Um, I don't think that might actually cut it still. <laughs> if even the Licht, which actually was a pretty cool card like a month ago, I really feel that if I, I still use him, he just can't keep up anymore, right? Um, which is a bit of a shame. 
and I thought oh, I can get away with this, and I thought that with uh, um, I always keep forgetting his first name, but with Moore, the center defender, I thought I don't care about speed too much, but apparently I do need a little bit of speed at this stage of the game. <laughs> It's like, hey, Akimi. Oh, there went Akimi. Why can't I even cut him? Oh, bye, Akimi. It's like, and then there's still like ten strikers. Everyone playing the four-one-two and two narrow and jumping forwards. I'm like, I can't keep. I can't even switch this fast, let alone run along with you guys with these players. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on the teams don't matter. But at this stage, when everyone around you on the same level actually has a far better team. It is really helpful to have a bigger team. Talking about that, though, Ryan, um, next week we're playing, uh, well, b- the biggest tournament of the year still for you, I think. Biggest tournament for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was next Wednesday, a week today. So tell us all about it. What are you doing? Well, I'll be honest, I don't really have much information about it. I'm still <laughs> waiting on <laughs> I'm still waiting on the email from them. Uh, from the looks of things, the... Throughout February, they've scattered when the playoffs are for each team. Uh, Brighton's is on the 16th, so I've been told that I will receive an email from Brighton themselves to explain the format, who will be playing, what's going on. Um, it starts at 2pm, so we'll probably be streaming it as well. So we'll have all day to prepare for that, and hopefully it'll be a late one and uh, something to celebrate in the end. But from what I've seen, uh, um, you know, Man City have already played. They were yesterday. And the the winner from last year actually got put out in the finals, so he won't be representing at all this year, which is quite harsh, I would say, because if you win the tournament, I would expect you to be in there next year. But um, when you get closer to the date, you find out your brackets and who you're going to be playing and how it goes from there. But from the looks of it, it's four or five rounds, and there's quite a big break once you hit the finals. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Obviously, this patch coming out slightly changes things, but not too much. Um, so it gives us something to, to concentrate on for the next week. Yeah, and the thing is why I brought it up is not only because I think it's very cool and I'm looking really forward to doing this, right? Um, but also, we spoke about let's just get a Premier League team together so you get used to stuff, then Team VD here is. And because it was fan, fan voted, we now have Ronaldo, we have Rudiger, we have like... Diaz, uh, we got. You can just throw your team away and build a complete. You do you know, almost a full team of the year squad now. Um, how does that impact your preparation for this? Massively, because <laughs> when we were talking about it, even two weeks ago, we were discussing what team I should go out and buy, prepare with. It all made sense, and then a week later, I received an email telling me there's going to be no squad restrictions anymore, just on how many icons you can use. So all of a sudden, we're using open accounts. I can use whoever I want, practically. So yeah, Ronaldo's going to be in there, his Team of the Year version, and Diaz, Cancelo, Hulet probably. And I'm still running about with Onyeka in midfield. <laughs> the preparation is slightly different than what we had prepared for previously. Yeah. But um, in a... Not necessarily in a bad way, because the preparation for the formations and the style remains the same, and the players are obviously less able in comparison. So in theory, you know, when you make that transition, things should be slightly easier if you're doing the basics right, but it certainly complicates things that I don't have any of the players that I'll be using, like not even one. No, I think it's a big difference, quite honestly. And 
the reason why I'm saying this is that yesterday we had, of course, EDVC, uh, where Jason and Kai played from Paxola and we're helping Paxola, right? They have unlocked accounts as well. So for everyone listening and don't know what this is, uh, sometimes you've been giving an account by an organization or by a EA, the one who organizes the tournament, in this case Premier League arranges this, gives you a new account to log on to, which just has every single card in the game available, which is cool. But you can't use that account before a certain time. So what happened on EDVZ yesterday, and it's, I think it's going to be the same as happened, uh, it's going to happen next week, is that one day in advance you get access to the account. So Monday they had the unlocked accounts for the first time. And they went from, oh, I got one team of the year player, or two maybe, to just use anything you want, right? Which led yesterday in the EDVZ that you can get away with almost everything because if you use all the big players, right? And I saw yesterday the Pele's, the Gullets, the Ronaldo's, and all the primes are now out as well. Combine that with the team of the year players. You have a lot of either draws because everything's just packed and you can intercept everything. We had a new patch which makes sure interceptions is actually a bit more stronger and some players feel like they have a magnet on the boot when they try to intercept things. Uh, we'll quickly talk about that in a minute, but that means even players that were unprepared, even players that were playing on um, bad connections, quite honestly, yesterday, which is a story on its own, but still, we could get away with that. While I think that the difference is a bit too much. So I like the fact that the restriction part of it makes things a lot more interesting for me. And I think you can get a lot, get away with a lot more when you can use every single player in the game this time. And especially when you can't prepare for it, because now you're sure you can prepare everything, but next week everything will be much and much different. And players who are able to use those players, or at least a portion of those players already, will be definitely in an advantage, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. From that perspective, people who are using the players are definitely going to have an advantage because they already know you know how Ronaldo turns, how quickly he can shoot, and how his heading is, and you know all everything like that. So yeah, you might from, need from to use Danny's account before. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, they mentioned that we'll have access to the account four hours prior, so I'll have four hours with this account to build the team, then play some friendlies on it, which is not a lot of time because it's the same day. So you know, starting at ten o'clock in the morning and potentially ending up at 10 o'clock at night with the same game. That's a long day, um, but I'm ready. So let's do it. Yeah, very important one. Very much looking forward to it. Um, for people that didn't, don't know the Premier League format too much, what's going to happen once you get through next week? <laughs> I'm glad someone's prepared. Um, so basically when there's a winner next week, there'll be a winner from PlayStation, a winner from Xbox, and they will make it through to the grand finals where they will play in a group format or four groups of five against the other winners and representatives of the other teams. It's completely random how the draw works, so you could end up in a group with Brighton, Man City, Man United, West Ham, Watford, and then you play against each other, and then it works from there. It ends up in a bracket afterwards until there's a winner. So from the last eight and seven of each team, there's only one representative who can go through from each console. Yeah, into the grand finals, which is, I think, one of the best experiences you can have as a FIFA pro player. Yeah, it's, it, it's been rumoured quite heavily that it's going to be a LAN event as well, so that would be incredible to be able to, to make it to the... I'll take the first plane over once we do. 
<laughs> Daniel, have you been playing in the new patch and how did it affect your feelings for it? Just want to say that I'm impressed with all all you guys said from I can speak for the average man here. We can just imagine how it's like to be in tournaments like that and be able to play competition of that level. So it's just Ryan, right? I'm just I'm just sitting next to him talking and stuff. And you're involved. Yeah. You're there. <laughs> I'm wearing the logo for the TVs. We all are <laughs> for the broadcasting. <laughs> No, no, but right. it's definitely going to be fun. And Daniel, did you? Um, we had the patch yesterday, which also was interesting, by the way. So, patch day, new teams on EDVZ, and then play live, which was also an interesting experience. But um, first impressions about the patch is interceptions more stable now, and do bounces happen less for you, Daniel? I can imagine how stressful it was. Yeah, I I had the chance to play a couple of games yesterday, very quick. So as I said before, I'm running a Marquinhos team of the year in the middle of the park as a CDM. And it felt like having a ball magnet into the middle of the field. So as soon as I lose possession, he would it would be drawn to him immediately. Now, jokes aside, I didn't have too much time to get deep into the new gameplay post-patch. But the impression, the first impression is that, yeah... Now the interceptions are more a thing than before. And to me, it felt that defending a through the ball, which it's quite important in this game, let's say, it became slightly easier than it used to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Ryan, you've been on the weather. Have you been playing since the patch hit? I've played a little bit. I don't feel overly qualified to comment, really, but I've played a couple of games, and I can't say I've noticed a huge difference. But, yeah, it's maybe just the games I've been playing. I haven't really been focusing very heavily, either. Yeah, you don't need that, right, to perform? No. Why would you? Yeah. No, that's right. Um, my uh, first opinion is I played uh, not too much, quite honestly. I think about 12 matches now. Um, more stable. I think this is a good one, right? They didn't change too much. They just made sure it bounces off you a little bit uh, less easy. It can still happen once you touch the sprint button, of course. It does happen, and I think that's good. Um, but the less RNG there actually is, I think the better it is. The thing what you'll see happen though, and I'm I'm still very certain of it, with direct passing being easier to intercept, with bounces being less common, I'm definitely expecting either a playstyle where people are laying back and want to slam forward on counters, or I'm expecting a playstyle. This will probably usually it goes like this: patches like this hit. You have a certain amount of good players who go on the offensive, play an error formation and just go slam, right? And the other ones are still adjusting, but they can push through. Um, but I think it will sell out. And probably, I'm sorry I have to say this, I'm expecting 4 to 3 one a little bit sitting back, direct passing or fast build-up in two, three weeks. We probably will only see that on the highlight. And I hope I'm wrong, but I'm... Usually not too bad. Too bad estimating these things. <laughs> what, what, what's your thoughts on maybe people starting to cross a bit more now? Because certainly something I noticed in the three or four games that I have managed to play, 
there's been quite a lot of the balls going down the side because obviously it's more difficult to intercept there. There's less players. But the crosses have been quite heavy. So people have been playing two up front. And even one game I had, I came up against Kane and Ronaldo. And it was just cross after cross. And there wasn't a lot I could really do about it because that, that Kane card was actually very good at heading. And Ronaldo's Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll ask Daniel, Daniel first. Daniel? Yeah. I'm actually running that cane card myself. So I've been running for a long time at 4231. And my attack, to be honest, is not at the level of my defense with Marquinhos and Varane and Rudiger. It's more I'm running Martial, Kane, Middle Glish, and Foden, which is. Oh, I sound sick. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm or, not complaining or... at all. <laughs> I'm not complaining at all, but still, it's. It's not the best cards in the game, let's say. And Kane on crosses, he's actually very good. And I've noticed that in the in for a while right now, crosses are effective. You can cross with your fullbacks from quite behind, and that Kane card with a big build and the big strength, he gets quite a bit of adders. So. I think it might be coming a thing, but I've also heard more and more people playing like four four twos with big wingers like your Genoas and those type of cards and playing crossing to the playing crosses to the far post with the winger cutting in. That's very hard to defend because if you play Kane centrally, you have him matched up with a big centre back. But when you have a cross coming in from the wing with and you have to defend it with your average fullback against Genoa, that's quite a big matchup. So it's just a matter of who can actually give those crosses, right? Because if those wing if you have two right. big guys on the wing, like Ginola is big so he can get away with it. But I I've, yeah. I have a Neymar on the wing, he can definitely give that cross, but he can't go from the other yeah. side and head it. Um yeah. I mean I got Zola which can't even like he, if he jumps he comes to my chin, right? And I'm small. So that's actually not going to happen, but um, I I I think it's uh, something that's already been decent in the game. But I think people were either overusing it. Um, Paul says in chat, sounds like Ryan has played me. John knows all about my crossing preference. Uh, yeah, I, so Paul is one of those players that's definitely been overusing crosses because if they do succeed, it feels really good, right? But I think in the current stage of the game, it actually can be very viable to do so. Um, also, because people are not used to moving their goalkeepers out. So if you have a goalkeeper and you actually bring them out, these are interceptable. But if you go in into the um, if you go into the far post with a cross and you can't select that centre defender uh, in time, you're actually in trouble. And we've seen that Monday when we were playing co-op on stream with Ryan. Uh, with sorry, with Aaron, um, that was actually really difficult to defend. I think you see, you're going to see more fullbacks going into centre backs and more centre backs going into fullbacks next, <laughs> something like that. But um, no, I think it's also it's also a bit of the power curve. I think many people are not using the big defenders anymore because they were expecting those through balls uh, more, and I think. So what I saw is people using fullbacks on centre-back or using Kim Bates, for example, right? Uh, the faster ones. 
And I think in the current meta, it's going to be easier to defend. So going back to some stronger defenders might actually be worth trying. But I, the thing is, though, counter-attacks are still effective. So I don't think it's very smart or viable, maybe, in the long run to go all out on the crossing uh, plan, so to speak. Because if you do, if you don't score that, that you actually get a counter-attack conceded, which is probably more dangerous. So I'm still not a fan of trying it too much. But I guess we'll find out. I think it says a lot about the current state of the game, though, that it is actually pretty balanced that these things are all worth trying, at least. And yesterday in the EDVZ, we saw at least 12 different formations, for example, which is also something I've never seen before. So there's definitely been a change there. My biggest concern was seeing people doing El Tornadoes again and it working. Yeah. <laughs> I was slightly worried that that's going to become the meta, but I think, like you said, this game's so varied now that there is different ways you can do it. I just really hope that it doesn't turn into to that again. No, that will be um, quite quite horrendous, actually. If I see a, Zlatan, a new Slaton card being put out in SBC, I'm done. <laughs> For I mean, the Winter that... World card was pretty good. The Winter yeah, Wild it's also card very expensive, bro. luckily. He's still <laughs> two millions. Exactly. Months yeah. after. I'm impressed. Um, I might back him tonight after I do the SBC, though. So who knows? Wish you luck. <laughs> Let us know. Um, we did forget about some content, Daniel. Yes, we did. But luckily we forgot here about to tell this us. Saliba card. Centre-back from Marseille. I think he's alone from Arsenal. Or I would am I crazy? I think you're right. I think you're right. He is just alone. Yeah. So, looks a good card. 83 pace, so 85 sprint speed. Quite good dribbling. So, 78 agility and 84 balance for a centre-back that's fairly high. I'm running Varane, which has 50 balance, we know, but still we feels know, perfect in-game. Still feel perfect in-game. I don't know what's, what's with that card. but 88 reaction and composure. Fairly high defending stats and well-placed. He has only 88 face defending only, but 80 sliding tackle, which nobody uses anyways. So, looks, looks a very good card. Bit expensive, maybe two hundred and fifty-four k's. You need to put the future star cards in the SPCs to get him. But he looks like a good option for people that might use a certain French centre back, which I will not name anymore, or another <laughs> Brazilian centre back, which I will not name anymore. That one got you though, because so... <laughs> Monday we had the show with Aaron, right? And we did a short clip about which we think was the best centre defender. I mentioned Maquinho, and of course uh, Aaron mentioned uh, <laughs> Aaron mentioned Rudiger. So we were in, yes. actually agreed on something, which was Rudiger and Marquinhos are the best centre defenders in the game. And then you said there's no love for Varane. But you not said it once, you said it a couple of times. <laughs> yes, because he deserves love. I, As a centre-back, he's been performing better than Marquinhos for me. Marquinhos is still the best CDM in game, in my opinion, but no. yeah. as a pure centre-back, I'd go Varane. Those long octopus legs that go everywhere. 
to get interceptions. Uh, if he says everyone. if you have Koza, then maybe not to the Saliba, especially I think we have had, I can't even think straight, but I think 22 different French special center defender cards by now. So yeah. if you have any of those, yeah. you can fit them either in or not. But <laughs> I'm sure still, you'll have to. Yeah, still the Saliba card is 192 centimeters and that Koza card is... A, Fairly small for a center back, and with crosses becoming more popular, I think I know what yeah. I would go for. Yeah, when you have to defend a team of the year, Ronaldo, but you F- don't want a one seventy eight Kotsa to be on the header. Ryan, what's your opinion about fullbacks as centre backs? Uh, don't do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I tried it, and uh, it was a bit of a mess. I just wouldn't do it. Honestly, I just wouldn't try. It. I don't think it's needed right anymore. The, the amount of centre-backs with pace now, you, you just don't need it. I think it's as simple as that. You, you can have that height, have the agility, but also have the pace now with the centre-backs. So I don't think you need to consider it. Our dear friend and former host of the show also check out their podcast, of course. Andrew says, have you tried Cancelo at centre-defender? Because in my opinion, that's the best centre-back in the game. So, No. <laughs> if, for, for me, if, because of his stats elsewhere, I think it's wasted having him at centre back. I've seen a lot of people have him centre mid, and that makes sense to me because he's got he's really well rounded. It just seems like a, a massive waste to have him at centre back. I tend to agree, but you know my opinions about centre backs. <laughs> hey, until last week, I was using more, so who am I to know to say anything, right? Uh, Ingvi says you don't. You are guys forgetting about the milestone player, the. Not the milestone player, but the silver star player. Because there's a... we I don't usually forget about silver stars, quite honestly, of course. But there's also a token available there. Of course, they hit it in the silver stars objective. Another one. Um, I gave up on these tokens. I I don't bother. I don't look at it. I'm, I'm fine. I like the idea of tokens. We talked about this Monday. Hide them in and everywhere. Like finding Easter eggs. I'm done with it. Uh, you guys doing those, uh, Daniel? Yes, so, well, yes. (laughs) You think anything they give me packs is good for me, right? (laughs) I'm doing anything that gives me packs. To be honest, I have a better opinion of this token system than you have, John, because most of those tokens are into the daily SBCs, into one SBC left or right. Some of them are in objective that are fairly easy to get with gameplay, just playing games or if you play normally, you may get some of them. And yeah, sure, some of them are hidden in horrendous places. I will not go into like squad battles or the silver lounge. Uh, but yeah, they're there. Or someone that yeah, or in the Maldini. I, I I'm still kind of fine with the Maldini loan because you still get a loan of a Maldini, which is always hand, handy to have. It's it's just yeah for me it's a fine system it's interesting it's more packs for the people that play the game and the, title for the, the one show, that... packs for the people but mostly for yeah. Daniel <laughs> mostly for me <laughs> no it's it's true and also like I can understand a lot of backlash of Nia if they put the the token in reaching the elite division or something very difficult. But the Silver Stars, Gold Train, Squad Battle, everyone that has time can do it. So if you want to grind the game and you want to get packs back for that, 
that's a good option. Yeah, that's. I think that's fair I think it's well, good. Right. Yeah, Ryan, you're nodding no. It's both. No, I'm doing them. You're not doing them, right? No, I am. I am. You are. Well, so I, I'm alone in this one. I'm, I'm doing the SBC ones. I'm not doing any of the objective ones. That's too difficult yeah. for me to even bother with. But uh, yeah, the easy ones that take five minutes. Yeah, I'm doing them. Yeah, I've got. I've got to be honest though that my club has been so hollowed out uh, on team of the year that the party pack of tonight, not the party pack, the party pack, I can't even do without buying players. That, that's my the state of my club. So I'm for me also these SBCs. It's just not now, um, but I find it interesting that they put in the Haji, which was I think one of my favorite content thus far in all of FIFA's right. The way they did that one, the party back, uh, bringing back content, really cool. And then there's these tokens just playing around. You have to do searches and whole trackers to see which one is where. And there's no overview. It's for me. It's for someone who's not in the menus all day. It's pretty confusing. Or actually, it takes a lot of effort. Too much effort for me to actually to be bothered with it. Well, yeah. To be honest, John, that's true for some of them. And again, if you, if your objective is get 15 tokens, which is the 85 time 10 player pack, that's perfectly fine. Just with the daily SPCs, you do your, you enter FIFA, you do your daily SPC. We know one is going to be there. There are always daily SPCs during promos, so it's not very complicated. I I do not see it too too hard. As you say, also the highest prize is 25 tokens and there is a total of 30. So you, even if you want to go for the most expensive thing, which is a player pick, you don't even have to do all of them. Again, I have yeah, a better opinion of these tokens. No, I, I mean, just sh- shedding light, right? There's no right or wrong here. Although I'm probably wrong yeah. by the looks of it and looking at chat. But <laughs> Do we know I, what the rewards are yet? Yes, we do. It's it's not a leak. It's official. Do you guys want to go through them very quick? Nah. <laughs> you, you can send me them afterwards. Yeah, well, there's a whole list. You can uh, you can also have like a look at uh, trackers and stuff. But I think if something needs an outside tracker, it's too complicated to do. So that's just my uh, opinion. About that's it. exactly why I just do the SPC ones because I feel like if you just do them, you can still get something decent out of it. Or you miss it by but, one, uh, which you won't know well, until it's done. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, maybe I'll do a Silver Stars one just in case. Yeah, exactly. To the Lombardini, to be sure. Yeah. And that's the that's my problem because if you know from the start what's coming, right? Oh, there's an, there's going to be 20, there's going to be 15 in SPCs, five, five through objectives, then you actually can have it pick. But what's next? And I think that's the problem. When it came in squad battles, I'm like, I'm out, right? What's next from here on? So mm, it felt a bit, for me, it also feels a bit tricky. But hey, to each their own, right? Um, talking about to each their own. Um, have you guys, we're running a bit late, but are, have you guys used Mark Overmars in this game? No. Not in this cycle. I think I used him. Three years ago, probably something like that. Quite honestly, I usually like that card pretty much. Um, it is, however, no longer available as of now. So that's going to be the only card that Daniel is never going to pack this year. 
And if Too you want bad. to know why, just look at the eight messages. But they got the card out of packs, out of um, you can't get them from packs, and you can't get them in draft anymore because mm. of a well, sort of me too situation. Let's put it like that. I, I have one thing to say on this topic. I mean, it's fine. I think it's good for EA that when there are controversial situations, they do something in game. But this is the same company that released the flashback Benzema two days after he was he was found guilty in a in a in a trial for um, how, how do you say that? Um, you guys know the story about Benzema, yeah, right? Yeah, With Valdana and yeah. the blackmailing and the sex tape. Was found guilty of that, and two days later, we get a flashback SBC, and then today Overmars gets this treatment. I mean, I don't find much consistency there. If you see what I mean? No, I, I, that that I agree, right? Um, it's a sensitive topic, and I guess they get recommended what to do there. Uh, but there's yeah. like we also have Zuma still in the game. What to me, you could kick him out as well now, right? Yeah. So where's the line? I think that's the thing. And of course, we nobody's condoning what Overmars did, right? Um, of course not. Straight, of but, course not. Um, <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough one to do because uh, you have Zuma, uh, <laughs> King yeah. says we this a leak. We're getting a uh, flashback Overmars. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It's it's. Yeah, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I was not defending what Overmars did. Far, far from me. I actually criticized the EA very heavily when they released the flashback Benzema because I we thought did too. That we all did, not, right? I think that was not a good thing to do. You should not put a guy in the face of your game when something like that happened. So yeah, I think I think EA does beat statements when the card doesn't sell many packs. Let's say. But that's, yeah, my tinfoil hat on. And... <laughs> if anyone has any dirt on Peugeot and Shira, now's the time to come forward. <laughs> or, or Shevchenko, or any of the other dirt cards which nobody can use. Uh, but I, <laughs> I think, how is Ryan Giggs in game? Anyone knows? No? Should we leave that one alone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. I won't. I won't Good go point. there. I won't go there today, guys. Thank you so much. We're for probably us. going too far from the game. Yeah, I'm probably still not gonna. Um, like we we insult a lot of people on Monday show and on Friday shows, but none of them actually wants to come on the show to talk about it. Uh, so today uh, we tried Overmarch, we tried Zuma, we tried Shevchenko. Let's see if anyone they can can come on. If not, yep. Friday we can try again. But before we go to Friday, Daniel, thank you so much for being on Rosa Blue. Thank you so much. Where can people find you, though? You guys can find me in an amazing Discord from Food Coaching as Danny Boy. And yeah, that's more or less it. If you want to speak with me about those controversial topic, I'll be in the Discord waiting. <laughs> Perfect. Ryan, where can people follow your adventures? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at HamptonR underscore foot or on the Discord at HamptonR underscore underscore it's probably better on the discord i like to I'm, I'm a bit of a private message monster everybody gets me on private message but i'm a bit quiet in the actual discord so if you ever need anything just direct message me i'm very friendly i promise yeah so we called you the big one but we should have called you the, the, the private message monster i like that one 
<laughs> Next one, Flex Office. <coughs> and of course, you can find us, the podcast on all podcast services around the world. Find us live on twitch.tv slash foodcoaching. And of course, on all social media at Food and Review or at Food Coaching. You can find a whole team on any of those platforms. And you can find them. If you want to look back at this show, find us on YouTube, find some snippets, look at our shorts, TikTok, we're everywhere these days. So just find us, say hi, go book some coaching, and we hope to see you next Friday when Ingrid makes his return. And unfortunately, Daniel cannot make it this week. We wish him all the best because the COVID monster got him, but he's doing pretty well. He's doing well. Uh, Just tired. So we're taking, I'm doing three shows this week. Um, Now I see everyone turning (laughs) their PCs off. Sorry for that. but if you guys have a recommendation on who we want to get next to Ingvi and myself Friday, leave us a message and we see if we can get that arranged. And I'm pretty sure I can't get over Marjan. Just saying that. But <laughs> now, yes, there's only one thing left to do. And you guys know what it is. It's time to... Drop it. Drop it. Thank you.